Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/host. Brzezinski's there and scores. Arsenal have turned this game round. Took a deflection on that cross. Welcome to the all-new Arsenal Weekly Podcast with me, Dan Roebuck. On today's show, we're focusing on the little Mozart, Thomas Rizitski, who made his debut for us this week, 12 years ago. Alexander Kleb talks to us about his friendship with Thomas. We'll speak to Chris Harris about some of his favourite Rizitski moments. But let's kick off by going behind the scenes at Thomas's farewell game in Prague from the man himself. Thomas, first of all, could you just explain your emotions ahead of the game tomorrow? Uh, obviously, I'm looking forward to to see and meet the guys again. Uh, obviously, I think it will be emotional for me, and uh, I'm very looking forward to see everyone because uh, some of the guys I didn't see for a very, very long time, and uh, it will be great moments for me. And uh, I hope, or not only for me, but for the people who will be watching and and uh, for all the other guys who will who will join me in in this game. What have the past few weeks and months been like for you leading into this game? Uh, it was it was a lot of work, I have to say. Obviously, it's uh, I was part of the organization, and I, uh, I have to say I was surprised how much work is behind to organize stuff like that. So it's a good experience as well for me, and and uh, and honestly, I was surprised that uh, it's it's so much hustle with that. Is it extra special because it's in? In Prague, where your footballing journey started, and you've sort of come full circle. You're finishing off your career in Prague. That was that was the point. What I wanted to happen it like that. I felt I had nice closure with, with Arsenal. That I, I said goodbye to the people there, and obviously here, like uh, I didn't say goodbye to the to the Sparta fans or the national team fans here. So it was obvious choice that we will do it here, and I will close my football career here back home. How much does it mean to you that some of your best friends in football are here? People have travelled from far and wide to come to celebrate you. It's actually amazing. Obviously, a lot of players are not available, or for whatever reasons, which is absolutely understandable. But still, great friends of mine and great players will come, and and it's great. I'm absolutely delighted that they will make the time and and. To be part of this of this game, and, and it's great to have them here. If we had a 
time machine. We offered you the chance to go all the way back to the late 1990s when you're just a teenager starting your career. Would you do it or are you happy with the way things have all panned out? Obviously, the, 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 the year, basically, what you said, I was 10 years old when it was 1990. So the kid uh, I used to be, I couldn't imagine I could have a career like that to play in Dortmund and uh, spend 10 years in Arsenal and uh, play 100 games for my country. So um, I wouldn't change it, absolutely not. Obviously, I would change some of the parts, what happened during my career, of course. Uh, everyone knows the, the troubles that I had with, with injuries. So. That's, that's the big regret what I have throughout my career, that uh, I have too many injuries. So uh, some things I would change, but definitely not, not the way. At the end of the 2015-16 season, we all remember that guard of honour on the pitch at the Emirates. How emotional were you at that time? What, what was going through your mind? Yeah, again, it was very emotional, obviously, when you leave, when you leave a place. Uh, Obviously, I knew it for a longer period of time that, that it, it will be my end, basically, in Arsenal. But, but still, it, it will get you when, when you know you are walking on the pitch for one last time. And, uh, you know, the, your teammates give your teammates gives you a guard of honour and, uh, and you say goodbye to the fans. It, it's difficult, obviously. Every end is difficult and particularly the end when uh, you have to leave something what you love, you know. so. It wasn't easy at all. I, I can imagine it will not be. It will be similar tomorrow. And, well, and, uh, we'll see how we we'll cope with that tomorrow. So on Sunday, 9th of June, a selection of Thomas's ex-teammates joins him on the field one last time. Here's Kieran Gibbs, Gal Clichy, and Robin Van Persie talking to Arsenal media's Rob Kelly about the experience. Brilliant, brilliant, great day. Like, a pleasure to be a part of Thomas's last moments on the pitch. I think the fact that everyone, you know, stayed out because the conditions out of nowhere just got crazy, but just shows show what player he was and the person he was that everyone stayed out um, and supported him right to the end. How much fun was it to be back on the pitch with like Sir Thomas and Cesc, of course, and then you've got Flam and you've got all these players that you would have played in when you were younger? Yeah, 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 it was good. I mean, we were with each other yesterday for a little catch-up. It's obviously good to see everyone. But I think obviously the most important thing was just that we uh, celebrated such a great player that Thomas was. And uh, players like him don't come around often, so you have to celebrate someone like him. Because for me, you know, he just... He plays football the way football should be played, and that's so rare to find. So, like, it was just an honour to be a part of it, really. I met Thomas when I was first um, becoming a professional footballer, and he helped me so much personally, and I admired him um, as a player and as a person. So, I was always going to change plans to make sure that I was here. Yeah, what was that like? Reunited, playing on the pitch with all of your old teammates. Yeah, it's actually uh, it's fun. It's fun, and uh, we were talking before the game, and it's actually uh, for most of us ten years. You know, we nearly uh, uh, missed out for ten years, and you know, for eight years we've been playing together, and every day, you know, we've been seeing more than the family. Uh, so of course, it's uh, it's a very good moment for us to share since yesterday, and then until tomorrow. Uh, of course, you know, the rain killed a little bit the fun, but uh, what a player, what a career he had. And, uh, and we can tell today again that, you know, he was uh, passionate with, you know, the people around him. Really nice moments in that game, weren't there? Especially at the end with Thomas's son scoring the winning goal. Yeah, well, you know, it's, uh, today is all about him. And um, it's already hard when you have to say goodbye to, you know, your sport that you've been doing for so long. 
football is losing one grade of a player. You know, I remember when he signed for Arsenal years ago, uh, everyone was excited. So it's pleasing to be here. He's a friend, and like I've said before, you know, uh, for eight years we spend more time all together than with our family, and, uh, and this is years that will always, you know, stay in mind. And uh, you know, you play for this. You know, football in the end is a game, and, uh, and those moments like this weekend are forever. When I received the text and the call from uh, from Thomas, you know, asking me to come, I was really happy because um, I think the year when I played with him, the first two years, is probably the best year of my career. Uh, so we were again all this group of players. Uh, we played for four or five years. He came in the moment where you know we needed some extra talent in the team, and like I told you before, when he signed in the dressing room, everyone was buzzing, you know, and you just wait to see the guy because he, he done so much in the game that we were happy to see him and so elegant. Um, it's easy to be a nice guy in football when you don't have quality. But when you're a talented player like him, you don't see many uh, many guys like him, you know, humble and uh, with that talent, you don't see that often. So, um, yeah, of course, he's a, he's a special player and he's a special man. Robin, tell us about that out there today. It looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was uh, good fun. It was a nice game for the fans as well. And, uh, yeah, Thomas got his goal. And I think, uh, you know, it, it was deserved. He had a fantastic career. Besides that, he's a fantastic person, he's a family man, so, you know, he actually deserves an evening like this. Uh, you know him as well as anyone, really. What was he like off the pitch, in the dressing room and just away from football? Like a gentleman, he was, but funny as well, he had a lot of humour. And on a night out, on a Christmas party with the families and stuff, he would be one of the first dancing on the dance floor, you know? So, yeah, he had that bit extra as well, he was a very funny guy. He still is, and yeah, like I said, you know, he was a top player, but more important, he's a, he's a real gentleman and he's a fantastic person. So um, when he called me, I was honoured uh, to be, and I'm here. So just to make it his party, I think we did quite well. Everyone had a good evening. Just the weather was a little bit, we had to wait a little bit, but yeah, we can't do anything about the weather. How, how much did you enjoy being back on a pitch with the likes of Thomas, yeah, Flam and everyone. Good. It was good, you know, it's always nice. Even if it's a game like this, it's always nice that you have players around you who can give that through pass or who can uh, make a little one-two. That's always fun. Alex Flair formed a formidable midfield partnership with Thomas and a strong bond off the field as well. Here he speaks to us about their friendship. So, Alex, obviously we're here for Thomas's weekend. What does Thomas mean to you as a friend? Uh, he's fantastic. I meet him in Germany. We play a lot of times. Uh, I play against him and uh, he's fantastic. He has everything for, for, to be legend, you know, and for Arsenal he's something special like, like Thierry Henry, something like that, because he did so much for this club and I am so enjoy to play with him. He's unbelievable. He like, uh, you know, like Picasso. Really, he make everything in the game, you know, he not standard and decision take and he love to play passes and vision in the game, unbelievable. I'm only enjoy, I remember still this time, this fantastic, I never forget this. Tell us about him as, as a man. What was he like off the pitch? You were great friends, of course. No, we spent a lot of time in uh, England uh, when we played together. He's fantastic. He's very shy, you know, and uh, yeah, he loves his friends, and we uh, also love him because he like neutral, you know. He didn't play with us. He like not arrogant, and I'm enjoy to talk and communicate with him. How much does it mean 
to you to be here, to be with all your friends again this weekend? Yeah, this is also a good time in this moment. This is like uh, last game in his career. He, he invites his friends and uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here together in this day with him. Let's hear from another Arsenal insider on the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. Chris Harris covered Thomas Rosicki for his entire time at Arsenal Football Club. Chris Harris, Arsenal veteran. What was Thomas like? That sounds like I'm a, I'm a veteran too, doesn't it? You really have... Uh, I know, you, that's, what, that's where I was going. You completely throw yeah. me under the bus there. I've, I've been there many, many years. Thomas Rosicki was a pleasure to deal with, a real down-to-earth guy. And here's a guy who went through um, various trials and tribulations. He didn't like doing boring interviews. If anything, he was one of the players who, who made us change our mind about how we interview players. Because if a player's not engaged by what they're talking about, we don't think someone who's watching the interview is going to be engaged either. So we got him onto his passions, and his passions are things like rock music and playing guitar. One of the big regrets is we never got him playing guitar while Petr Cech was on drums. But no, a really good guy. Um, always came over and, and, and said hello when we were away on tour. Um, a really decent, genuine guy. Is that one of the reasons you think he connected so much with the, with the fans? I think that's true. I think they like that about him. I also think it's because he was a class act on the pitch. You know, he's a really elegant player. He could make a difference. I think as a fan, if you see a player get on the ball and, and you're on the edge of your seat because you think he's going to go and make a difference, then I think that wins that respect. Also, the sympathy from having the injuries down the years, that made a difference too. But Thomas had this, um, and I'm speaking as a fan here, had this incredible energy on the ball where he'd, he'd pick the ball up and, and he'd be in a tight spot and he'd spin away from his marker, burst past someone, he'd make a difference. And I think in, in that era where, to, in terms of aesthetics, having Rosicki on the pitch with Fabregas and Hleb and players like that as well, I, th I think Arsenal were great to watch then. Didn't win as much as they should have won, but Rosicki was a big reason for them being that good to watch. And he always scored against Tottenham, always helps. He always scored against Tottenham. Probably my favourite Thomas Rosicki story from, from kind of covering him over the years. Um, came when I was in Bruges. I was away with a, with a few friends uh, on a weekend in Bruges and we were playing Spurs in the, in the derby at White Hart Lane. And we were struggling to get a view of the game. We were going to the Bruges derby ourselves, so we had a big game to watch. So we had this uh, very old-fashioned radio and we, and we listened to, to, the, to the commentary or bits of it that we could hear. And Rosicki scored this absolute cracker in, I think, the second minute, one of the best goals you'll ever see, at the lane as well. And uh, we celebrated long and loud on the street in Bruges, then went into the game. And I think FC Bruges are playing their, their local rivals. And they were 1-0 up at half-time. And the Arsenal game was due to finish just as the Bruges game was in its half-time lull. So here's a pocket of about eight Arsenal fans clinging to the radio, listening for any little tidbit of information from White Hart Lane. The final whistle goes, and suddenly this pocket of Arsenal fans erupts in the Bruges crowd, everyone else is just eating their hot dogs and just uh, you know enjoying a lull between the first and second halves. And everyone turns to look at us, wondering what on earth we are celebrating. And that is my favourite Rosicki moment. That he was hundreds of miles away, and uh, we weren't working, but he made us very, very happy that day. Uh, for me, one of the standout moments for me was uh, 2014 FA Cup final. Obviously, Thomas had been here a long time, so close for, for so many times with trophies made a cameo, didn't he? Came on, I think it was second half, and it was special for him that day, wasn't it? 
it really was, and there's a lot of players in that squad who were within touching distance of, of winning trophies, and, and Thomas was one of them. To see him with a smile on his face that day, the relief, the finally got over the line and, and won a cup, that was, that was great to see. Yeah, Thomas played 246 times in, in about 10 years. That tells its own story. Here's a man who was frustrated time and time again. So to see him on the pitch with a trophy, big smile on his face, it meant a uh, picking up on the injury thing there, um, if he hadn't had all those injuries or that bad luck, how good do you reckon he could have been, not just in the Premier League, but on the world stage? I think he would have been one of the best. You know, he he was potentially world class. He came to Arsenal with a pretty big reputation and he just had that ability to change games. Um, I think when you have that ability to change games, the fine margins make a difference. If you are half injured, you know, you're not quite fully fit, don't have that burst. Jack Wilshire found that down the years when he wasn't quite at 100%. He couldn't quite get away from players. And Thomas, in his prime, was was dynamite on the pitch. When he was struggling, maybe he comes back too soon or he's picked up half an injury. He wasn't quite at his best. If he'd been injury-free, he would have been world-class. I think what struck me also about him was the variety of goals he scored. You know, He wasn't just a, a holding midfielder who could knock it sideways. He got forward, he made things happen. He scored the, the long-range goal against Spurs we talk about. He went through one-on-one against Spurs in the FA Cup, running from the halfway line. He scored team goals. He, he started and finished the goal against Sunderland, which lives long in the memory. He was uh, a genuine all-rounder, scored at Liverpool with a, with a first-time curler into the top corner. Thomas Rosicki could do it all. Chris Harris, thank you very much. It was not an easy game. You're at Arsenal Football Club, it's going to be big pressure. Take the positives and, you know, look at the next game. I think we showed great determination. At the end of the day, we're able to get a result. Get behind each other and stick together. In the end, uh, it's, it's something that's going to give you points. The final word. The final word today belongs to the man of the hour, minutes after he left the field for the final time. Yeah, obviously it's uh, very emotional and uh, it was a great moment, I have to say, that I could share this moment with, with, uh, with all the guys who, who came to, to play in that game and to be here with me. So I have to say thank you to everyone who, who came here and make this moment very special for me. Uh, I hope so, you will see me again soon. So uh, obviously uh, whenever I... I can. I will. I will come to to watch my favourite uh, club uh, on the pitch, and and, and uh, maybe I can sometimes participate as well. So we will see. Well, that's full time on today's pod. Thanks to all of our contributors. You can help us out by subscribing to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to make sure you never miss an episode. And while you're there, why not leave us a review? We'll be back next week when we turn the spotlights on Robert Perez. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. 
As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.